This scripture reading and the following address were part of the YouTube streamed worship video by St Paul's Lutheran Church, Box Hill, Victoria, Australia, on May the 8th, 2022. For more information, visit www.stpaulsboxhill.org.au. The Holy Gospel according to John chapter 10. At that time, the festival of the dedication took place in Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple in the portico of Solomon. So the Jews gathered around him and said to him, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I have told you, and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name testify to me. But you do not believe because you do not belong to my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. What my Father has given me is greater than all else and no one can snatch it out of my Father's hand. The Father and I are one. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Part of the, our storytelling in life might be as we walk through the valley of the shadow, the darkest places in our lives. And I'm, I'd like to explore that question with you today. What's it like to walk in that place in our lives? Someone said to me, well, we can't really know what it's like until we're there, or at least until we walk with someone who's doing that journey ourselves. A caring Christian, a mum, said something along these lines to me very, very recently. She's been living with serious illness for a long time, and she said that it's when you're in this place as one of God's deeply loved little lambs, it's there that you learn to speak from the heart. And I'm slowly learning this the older I get. The place of the heart and living by heart, that's something that's more and more resonating with me the older I get. God speaks of our hearts in Scripture in various places in a few week's time when we celebrate the ascension, we'll hear uh, likely in our second reading that day, Paul will say, I pray that the eyes of your heart, the eyes of your heart may be enlightened to know the, the amazing riches of God. And of course, as we hear our gospel reading today, Jesus is, is in Solomon's portico. Solomon prayed to the Lord when the Lord said, ask for whatever you would like. And he said, Lord, give me a heart Give me a heart that hears. Our hearts see and our hearts hear, we pray. And I'm slowly learning after 60 years on this earth that also my heart can speak, can speak up God's heart for this world, for all the billies. As we come to another Good Shepherd Sunday and a Mother's Day, I'm learning that where I live as a Christian, is in the safe arms of this loving shepherd, but being carried especially close to the heart, the heart of the good shepherd. And I think that's really important that we 
Just breathe that in for half a moment or two, especially when we face those times in our lives where we know what it's like to walk through the valley of the shadow. Some of you will be aware that my wife Sue was diagnosed with cancer recently and I was sitting with her in the doctor's office when this news came. I think it's a fair thing to say that as we reflected on it later, we were both somewhat shocked. I reckon my heart skipped a beat or two and I thought, am I really hearing this? Is this what's really going on? And since then, it's been a very recent um, uh, word said to us, it's been a journey and it's one that I've been privileged to share in some small way with the person that I love. For whatever reason, from even on that very day, John 10 and the Good Shepherd has been in my heart, in my most anxious mind often, and certainly in my prayers. So today, that's the place where I speak from. Before I do much more speaking, though, may I pray with you. Let's pray. Loving Good Shepherd, send your Holy Spirit that as we dwell with you, um, close to your heart, that you would open our hearts to receive all that you have for us and that you help us to uh, also speak from our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Sue and I are blessed with another good friend, a mum, a grandmum, who's been seriously ill and I think she knows what it's been like to walk through this valley of the shadow for some time. She's been a wonderful mentor to me in the faith and she said to me recently that in those unknown places than those very scary places, at least I find them scary, when it comes to all of these things happening so quickly, me medical procedures and the like, she said, this is my prayer, Lord, keep me calm, give me peace. And the slow learner that I am is starting to finally pick up that my experience in life with this good shepherd is that that's what the good shepherd is. Not just does, but the Good Shepherd is for me. The Good Shepherd is that place of calm and peace. And Sue, my wife, said that it's been that peace which has been carrying her through these times. So just as John 10 has been in my life this morning, I simply want to share with you some of those reflections as I've dwelt in the word there with the Good Shepherd. If you have opportunity, read John chapter 10 um, in these days. The shepherd calls his sheep by name and leads them, we hear at the beginning of that chapter. The shepherd goes on ahead and the sheep follow because they know his voice, as Deirdre so beautifully um, uh, shared with us today. Jesus is then the protector, the one who goes ahead. And in the valley of the shadow, Jesus goes ahead for you, whatever it is that you face in life. You see, it's at the cross that he's already overcome the worst that sin and the evil one and death can threaten you with. Whatever and whenever you face it in this life, the shepherd is there for you, already ahead. Um, you're not alone. Jesus goes on in chapter 10 then to talk of himself as the gate. Whoever enters by me, he says, will be saved. Will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. 
It reminds me that this good shepherd is with us in all of the seasons of life. Those times of joy and the fullness of eating that chocolate cake um, as Billy did. And in the times and the places of the troubles and the struggles. In all of the seasons of life, the shepherd promises you and me good pasture. A long time before Jesus came, the psalmist wrote the words, the Lord bless your going out and your coming in. And the good shepherd does bless you in your going out and your coming in. The shepherd who lays down his life for you so that whatever your life brings, his sure gift, his love brings life abundantly, Jesus promises. I have come that they, that is, that you and me might have life and somehow have it to the full, even and perhaps especially in the place of the valley of the shadow. Again and again, Jesus the Good Shepherd assures us, and we hear these words in our Gospel reading today, Jesus says, My sheep hear my voice, I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish. No one and nothing will snatch them away from me. I pray you assurance, I pray you peace in life as you hear this, God's love language for you. Do you know it? Will you invest in hearing it, in receiving it, in being with the good shepherd in the word? And will you grow in it to even become the voice of the shepherd for someone else? Who might you be called to today on this Mother's Day, I wonder? People have been the voice of the shepherd for Sue and I in these weeks. Thank you. Thank you sincerely from my heart for your love and care, for bringing and being that life of the shepherd for us. One such person, and I, I want to name him um, because uh, we don't always think of these people in our lives, is our um, church-wide Bishop Paul Smith. And sometimes we pray for, for Bishop Paul. He's been a very caring shepherd for Sue and I. I shared with him Sue's diagnosis and I said, John 10 is really uh, speaking to me at this time. And he wrote back in an email and said, in my praying, I will ask the good shepherd to carry you both to lay his healing hands on Sue. And the picture that I've included, he says, what I love about this particular image, and maybe as we look at this one here, is how the Lord has a firm grip on his little lamb. And he's giving it special attention. The shepherd holds his attention on this little lamb as the other sheep are just following along on their own way. Bishop Paul says, this is a picture for you, Sue and Neville. Thank you, Bishop Paul. Um, for pointing us to the shepherd. God not only promises us the amazing grace and presence and love of the shepherd, but he also gives us his word, his voice, his life, his love in our heartbeat and in our living. Is there someone that you might be called to to bring that life and love to at this time in your journey? Do it. Be confident because the shepherd is at work in you. The key as I'm slowly learning over 60 years of life is simply to live in that presence, 
in the presence of this shepherd and to be blessed as part of a community of faith that shares that same journey. Because there are seasons in our lives, sickness perhaps, but also times of disappointment where we feel disaffected, where we feel very much alone, perhaps even abandoned, afraid, angry. There, we walk in the valley of the shadow and we know it, don't we? It's all too easy to give up on um, time with this shepherd, to give up on our daily time in the word and in prayer. It's all too easy to give up on community life. I don't need the church, it's full of, and you can fill in the blanks. It is full of, it's full of lost sheep like me and like you. But there and here is the place where our shepherd is with us, where he gathers us as his precious lambs and he speaks tenderly his word of grace and hope. With water he sprinkles us with life. With words in our ears and in our hearts he forgives us. With simple bread and wine we feast eternally. And this is the place where the shepherd then leads us out and sends us as his hearts into the world. I know it because I've received his love from you. Thank you. The key, I think, in John's Gospel, which comes through again and again, at least for me, is that one thing is needed, one thing to be in this flock, to abide, to remain in the loving presence of this shepherd in every season that we, that we live through, to keep on listening to his voice. Don't give up. He will never, ever give up on you and me. And the wonder of wonders is that we might just be surprised that as we speak and live and have our being, that we might bring this shepherd's love to the world. Surely this season of mission and service, as we're calling it here at St Paul's, is the season of the good shepherd amongst us and in us and to the world. So what's it like in the valley of the shadow? Stay close to the shepherd and let his love continue to form you and shape you and fill you with peace and hope and life in community. And like me, perhaps you'll continue to grow in listening to the shepherd by heart, in seeing the shepherd with the eyes of your heart and learning in a joyful way to speak from your heart, the very heart of God for us, the very heart of God for the world. May I invite you now to stand and to say with me, with, for our confession of faith today, the words of Psalm 23, which you may know by heart, I don't know, but let's say these words. This will be our confession of faith for today. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside fire waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, 
My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord. Amen.